Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. All right, so today I'm talking to Annika. Annika, where are you at in the world? I am in Auckland, New Zealand right now. And what is your big goal for this call? My big goal for this call is to really understand where I should be focusing my energy in my business. Should I be starting a different one or should I be focusing on making the one that I'm currently in more profitable? So you're kind of in a place of maybe with your current business? It's definitely not what I want to be doing in the long term. It just doesn't align with the direction that I see my life going. So the business model doesn't quite fit where I want to be going. Um, Oh, wonderful. Okay. The business model doesn't quite fit where you want to be going. Yeah. Where do you want to be going? So where I want to be going is, I guess it's the big dream that every entrepreneur has, just the complete freedom. I am in this for quite selfish reasons, which is I would love the freedom to be able to be anywhere in the world. Travel has always been in my blood. So at the moment, my business model requires a lot more customer interaction. I have weekly calls with clients and that's not exactly feasible if I'm on the other side of the world from a time zone point of view. And it's also not exactly scalable because every new customer requires additional calls. And so that's where I'm not sure whether that's where I want to be focusing. Good. Okay. This is a very exciting context. So you're kind of a maybe with your current business because where you want to be going is to have complete freedom to be able to travel the world spontaneously at a moment's notice wherever you'd like to go. Yes. And you're congruent and okay that this is a quote unquote selfish desire. Yes. I'm very okay with that. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. (laughs) I think the world will be a lot happier place because you're being so honest about your desire. And I've read a quote, you know, when we do not follow our deepest desires, we are lying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. They will also say that desire is sacred. Mm, yeah. I feel when you're talking about your desire to travel, it's like there's like this bird inside of you that wants to feel the wind in its face. Yeah, having the freedom to be able to go anywhere and to be able to pursue whatever interests I like. I've always loved learning things. So at the moment, one of the things I'm doing on the side is learning how to train horses and I'm learning how to draw. Like I'm teaching myself these things because that's what I love doing. But I also don't want to demand of my passions that they support me because that then puts pressure on them. Well, very good. So I just want to also say, I think the world's a better place for you being happier. 
by following your sacred desire. It's so nice that you have clarity on your desire because now we can start to create a model that takes care of you. Mm. I think when everyone is honest with themselves, everyone can get along more easily and the world is a better place. Yeah, you know, for people listening, the world will be a better place when you're happier. So do what makes you happy without apology. Okay, my favorite example of somebody who has done this. So there's the story of this real estate agent who wanted to work real estate, but other realtors, they were kind of like beating him down. Like, oh, you got to work weekends. You got to work evenings. And he's like, no, you know what? I want to do real estate nine to five, nine, nine to six, 10 to six. And they're like, you can't do that. You got to sacrifice this and sacrifice that. And, you know, they were speaking what they had been conditioned to think real estate was. Well, determined to live the life that he wanted, he sat down and he got very clear. I want to work nine to six. I want my phone off after six and I want to be with my family. He got very clear there first. So there's this concept that people call tool hell, where you're looking at online tools like Active Campaign or Drip or all these different online tools. And those tools aren't bad. They're great tools, but you can like start getting lost down trying to figure out five or six tools because you're not actually clear on what you want. What I'm trying to say is that there's two things going on here. So with the guy in real estate, what people will do is they look to the world to determine their circumstances instead of setting the standard within and then letting the world show them what meets that standard. So the same thing is with these tools online. People will like, okay, they'll decide what they can do with their business based on what tools are available. Very little innovation ever happens there. What happens is you want to set your standard for what you want, the outcomes that you want, and then you can see if a tool fits that or not. But what happens is people are like, okay, the tool does this, so I'll do this. The tool does this, so I'll do this. So when I was looking for a tool, I wanted to have this viral machine. So I had a launch video and then I had a transcription of that video. And I said, if you share the video on Facebook, you can get the transcription for free. Well, when people shared it, then other people would come watch that video. I wanted to have lead capture in place. So if they came to a blog post, a pop-up would say, hey, you're about to read a blog post titled XYZ, enter your email to continue or skip this step if you don't want to do this. Well, what happened is I got like 3,000 to 5,000 extra leads by doing this process. It's a huge revenue booster for me. But there was no tool that existed that did that. What I had to do was I set the outcome and then I hired a developer to build that tool for me. And it was very affordable to build. It was like, you know, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks. It was a very simple tool, but it did very well for me. That was back when, you know, sharing posts on Facebook was a little more common than it is today. I probably wouldn't do that today. But the key point is we got like people that kind of operate a little bit as someone who easily follows that will look to a business model to determine how their life will live. They'll look to a tool to determine what their business will do instead of setting the standard and then letting the world show what meets that standard. And if that standard doesn't exist, then they create that standard. And that's what I did. And that's why the world beat a path to my door, you know, back in 2013 or 14, because they wanted to build a business the way that I had built it when they were now looking to my model. But what I really did that the source of doing that was setting this epic standard. So I went from following to really leading my own life. So with that context in mind, Annika, let's just get real clear on three or four or five or six points of the standard that you want for your life. What would those things be? 
Very similar to the real estate agent who only wants to work nine to five and doesn't want to work weekends. Sure. Probably one of them, I would say, is like not have to talk to clients. Let's get clear on this. So not having to talk to clients. Just take a nice deep breath in after saying that. So as you're taking a breath here, Annika, into the standard of not wanting to talk to clients, how is that sitting with you? It's just really good. I like people. I like my clients. Nothing against them. But in terms of having that feeling of complete freedom, interacting, you know, having scheduled calls with people on a regular basis just doesn't fit into that. So desire is clear. That's really important. So I want you to hang out with just the clarity and the simplicity of that. I don't want to have to talk to clients. And this is an important space because it's actually very simple. Is there anything else in terms of standards? There is one that I feel like I'm almost asking too much about. So not having to talk to clients and being able to maintain the company working at most 20 hours a week. So let me stop you there. So working at the most 20 hours per week. Yeah. Permission for that to be true for you. And relax your jaw and go ahead and just state that one out again. Being able to maintain the business, working at most 20 hours a week. How is it just to say, I want to work 20 hours a week maximum? I want to work 20 hours a week maximum. Feels uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, it still does. I guess part of me doesn't believe it's possible, even though, yeah. If you'd like to get a free one-on-one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. So I desire to see if working 20 hours a week maximum is possible. Yeah, like that. So that is four hours a day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. And it's me and my fiance. So both of us would be doing that. Great. What time would you start work and what time would you end? Would it matter or would it be one four-hour chunk? But it'd be, uh, it'd be one four-hour chunk? Yeah, yeah. This is great. So I want to not have to talk to my clients and I want to work in four-hour chunks. Yeah. Once a day, five days a week. Yep, that works for me. Is there something you're not saying? If possible, I'd like to do even less. <laughs> <laughs> so like what? Get the number out. The number that's in my head is 10. All right, 10 hours a week. So you'll work two-hour chunks, five days a week. Very good. Okay, so 10 hours a week, and you don't want to talk to clients. Yeah. So my first inclination is to go to Google and type in best business to start if you don't want to talk to clients. Just type that right into Google. Talk to clients like a pro? Nope. <laughs> How to start your own business. Eh. 12 low-cost business ideas for introverts. What'd you search to find that? Best business to start if don't want to talk to clients. Why did you get the best business to start? I'm going to do for introverts. These are going to include the soul. Like it says web designer, graphic designer, house cleaner, Etsy seller. So these are exchange time for money businesses. Yeah. So if you want to break the time for money gap, You want to understand the essence of business, like the soul of business, like the spine of business is that a customer uses a mechanism to get a result. And so if you want to work 10 hours a week, then you cannot be fulfilling the mechanism unless, did we say how much money you wanted to make? No, we didn't. No, we haven't. We didn't. How much was that? 
So the number I have in my head for both myself and my partner and in total is 120,000 New Zealand dollars, which is about 80,000 US. Per year? Yes. So that is like $7,000 a month or so. Something like that, yeah. Okay. This is a puzzle now. Not talking to clients, 10-hour work weeks, and $7,000 per month. Correct. But where I get stuck is it would be $7,000 a month in pay, like in, not in income, but yeah, in profit. profit yeah. Great. $7,000 per month in profit. So this is really important. So we have a puzzle now. What happens to your brain as you consider trying to allow these three things to happen? What's your brain start to do? It starts to spit out possible ways of doing it. And what are some of those? The only thing I've got so far is it would have to be a product-based business because, mm-hmm. yeah, service-based businesses wouldn't work. It would have to be something that's either online or remote. Like it's not a, unlikely to be a physical product. Although that's not entirely true. It could be a physical product so long as I'm not involved in the... Well, let's just keep it simple, a product mm-hmm. business. Cool. And that could include software, ebooks, courses. Yeah. So customer, mechanism, result. Mechanism is a product. So now let's look at a customer and let's look at a result they want. Like, tell me about the niches that the clients you're currently working with. So, because I've only got a handful of clients. So one's physiotherapy. One is online course based. So she delivers sewing courses and online those would be the two main ones the other ones are just smaller ones this is good so you got physiotherapy is that right yes yeah so when you hurt yourself like rehabilitation that kind of thing oh physical therapy yes yeah sorry we call it physiotherapy here but yeah it's it's physical therapy okay i thought of some weird spiritual niche some kind right (laughs) so physiotherapy and then there is a lady selling courses on how to sew Correct. And that's something that like one of, one of the things in my background is being an online business manager for a company that sells an online course. So that's something that I understand quite well. What do you understand about it exactly? I guess how to run it, how the marketing side of it works. So like I could do something like that. The only side of it that I don't know how to do is what is it that I'm selling. So well, you don't, the online- we wouldn't worry about what you sell. We would just talk to the people about what results they're looking for. Customer uses mechanism for result. Another way to do that is customer wants a result, so then we find the mechanism. So what result is this sewing lady wanting? Sales. Yeah, sales of her sewing course. So at the moment, we're our part of that is providing the leads, kind of helping her figure out how to convert them. Is it working? Yeah. Yeah, we're getting some good results. That's a gravy train, my friend. So... You could run that business in two hours a day. So let's say you had 10 clients who are all selling courses online. Mm-hmm. And you worked two hours a day on those. And so you're looking in, you're checking in to see the numbers, you're checking in to see the ads, and then you're done. You know, maybe each client has like a setup, right? But then it's under maintenance. I really, let me see, I'm starting to feel a little overwhelmed with this. Let's just allow that. So I just want to acknowledge the feeling of feeling like I don't know what I'm doing. Just by acknowledging that as a feeling, so much opens up. So what we're doing right now is we're actually just allowing ourselves to find something that meets the standard of don't have to talk to clients, which would rule out working with the courses, and then working 10 hours a week and then $7,000 per month. So what I was thinking when you first said this, like, okay, let's find your most profitable client. Let's find the client that just has the best feeling all around and then we'll go and we'll find a product that we can sell them by looking at the results that they want in their business 
So my inclination is for you to start a whole approach and process where you are like basically calling all course creators. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to talk with course creators who want to sell more of their courses, get more results to their students and generate more profits. And there's something about that that's not quite sitting with me though. Is there a space that you want to go into different from what we're talking about? I've had a few ideas, but I can't really see the revenue model there. What are they? So one of them was an idea for, effectively, it's a reminder to business owners to look after themselves. And so I called it Dear Business Owner, and it started out as just a series of emails going, Dear Business Owner, have you eaten today? And that's an email that comes into your inbox at a certain time of day or a message or something, because that's something that I know I struggle with a lot and I noticed other business owners struggle with. I think that you could build that into a very nice free newsletter that would be very big if you gave it away free. Mm, that's where I got to it as well as something that I want to create for free because I think there's a need for it. I highly recommend you build that. And I would be a subscriber. You know? Really? You struggle with it too? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm hungry right now. <laughs> I'm hungry and I'm thirsty because I'm just relentless. So I would personally like that as a Facebook messenger. Yeah, I've been thinking that as well. I just need to see how it's possible with the existing Facebook tools. So Facebook Messenger, instead of email, I'd use manychat.com. And then I'd just make the messages like three to five lines with maybe a little video of you saying, waving and being like, hey, don't forget to eat. And then those just go out every once in a while. And after 90 days, like, you know, entrepreneurs share it, they're in it, then it builds up to like 10,000 people over the next year. You know, you're on Facebook Messenger. So every time you send something out, you've got 5,000 people looking at it. And of 5,000 people, you now could run some gentle advertisement. This was sponsored by X. You could recommend some sort of affiliate program. But what I would be inclined to do is if you want to go for like guaranteeing your success at this, 100% create this newsletter. Okay. Build trust and build an audience. Then while you're building an audience, you're going to be looking for painful problems that this audience has. And you'll build that into a very innovative product based on the connection you're going to generate by creating this newsletter. Cool. And that's really all you need. The basic process is, dear business owner, don't forget to take care of yourself. You know, a free newsletter helping business owners to remember that if they don't take care of themselves, they eventually won't have a business one day, right? Business owners need love. They do. They're often forgotten. And they're very lonely. We are lonely and we are forgotten kind of as a whole because our role is to recognize our teams, recognize our employees, you know, but we don't get a lot of recognition or connection, which is one reason I think why a lot of us will spend 25 to 50 grand to go to different masterminds just for the connection recognition because it's just, it's so lonely to be a founder. You know, one of my friends runs one of the bigger automation software platforms on the internet. And the guy wrote him, he's like, hey man, so do you have any friends in Santa Barbara, California? like that I can meet. And he's like, I'm a founder. I don't have any friends. Oh no. You know, and he's got friends, but like there's some truth to this. So dear business owner, as a matter of fact, I don't generally like to go domain first, but why not? So dear business owner.com it is taken. So let's see what's that dear business owner right now. Someone parked it. So you don't need a domain. We'll just do dear business owner on Facebook messenger and a Facebook page. Yeah. I got started back in entrepreneurship when I was 21 or 22 in my parents' basement, and it was so much trial and error. 
I didn't have a proven path that I could follow. I had so much guesswork, so much risk, so much failure. I failed building 11 different businesses. Well, I finally wrote a book to talk about the path that I followed, the path that over 15 millionaires have used. Most of these millionaires started out as employees. This book you can pre-order right now at startfromzero.com. If you go to startfromzero.com and click pre-order, you'll be first in line to get this comprehensive book that you can use to start a business when you're insecure, when you don't have ideas, when you have little confidence, no expertise, little time, and no money. This book is the path on how to start when you're at zero. Pre-order the book right now at startfromzero.com. Let's get back to the episode. So you make a Facebook page called Dear Business Owner. So what I'm doing right now, guys, is what my brain has been trained to do is it's been trained to always find a way through. I generally believe, I have a very deep belief, and it's there's always a way through. And I've had that from the day that I started business, before I knew anything. And that has been one of the primary things that has allowed me to become an educator and a teacher because I always believe there's a way through, even when I don't know there's a way. So a lot of folks will come to me with a question. They're like, well, how do you do this? And they sit there deer in headlights. They're not sure what to do. Well, I'm not really sure what to do when they ask me a question either, but there's always a way through. In fact, I'm coming to these stark realizations that I'm always going to be successful. All I have to do is show up. But I mean, if you really truly, like if you really fully showed up 100%, you'd probably be fine. You and everybody. I've got a page actually we've created, startfromzero.com forward slash all in, A-L-L-I-N, startfromzero.com forward slash all in. And it's an entire page of what you would do if you were all in. You'd stop looking for the one course or the one book or the one business or the one thing, and you'd just be in the mud with all of it. So here's what we've got. So, you know, dearbusinessowner.com is taken, right? So my brain goes, okay, can you come up with another name? Wait, do we actually need a domain? Now nah, we don't actually need a domain. Okay, let's just do Dear Business Owner on Facebook. Let's just find a way to throw this up. You'll create this in such a way where, you know, you've got images that you post that entrepreneurs share, and, and I'll share it. Like, so you make your first post, Dear Business Owner, did you forget to eat today? Question mark. And then inside the status text, you could say, if you need reminders to take care of yourself as an entrepreneur, subscribe to our messenger bot. So we don't want to overcomplicate this. Right now, what we're doing is we're thinking about the mechanism. But we don't want to get lost in it. So we have a customer and they want a result. They want a successful business, but they also want their health, right? They want a successful business while maintaining their health. So our mechanism is these self-care reminders. And I think business owners are going to be really appreciative of it. But in ManyChat, what you can do, ManyChat's a mechanism. So you could go to YouTube and type in how to use ManyChat on YouTube and learn. But remember, you're just learning a mechanism. You're like, oh, you know what? I'll learn many chat and that's what's going to make me successful. No, it's just a mechanism. That's not what makes you successful. Aligning to a customer who wants a result. Reminders to take care of themselves. That's something I want, but not enough to pay for, but enough to listen to and build an affinity for. So let's say I go in mini chat. You're going to say, how long have you been in business? I can say, you know, one year, five years, 10 years. You could ask how much revenue I generate. I could say under 50 grand, over 100 grand, over 500 grand, over a million, over 5 million, over 10 million. And I could click that. And then you could say, what's your number one self-care challenge? Working out, eating right, mental health, like meditation, spending time with my family, shutting off from work when I'm done. So now I go across your Facebook post and it says, hey, dear business owner, did you eat today? Uh, no. And I'm like, well, this is really cool. What's this? And I look at the status text. It's like, as business owners, we often forget to take care of ourselves. 
Use this free messenger bot to make sure you're vibrant, healthy, and happy and with reminders to take care of yourself. And you can even add humor, like reminders to eat food, reminders to take bathroom breaks, reminders to go outside and look at the sun. So then I click on it and then it's like, all right, great. How long have you been in business? Da, 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 da. You know, what revenue did you generate? Under 50, over 500. What's your biggest self-care challenge? And then you've got mental health, like meditation, eating right, exercise, spending time with family and loved ones, shutting off from work when I'm done. I answer those things. So let's say you've got 10,000 people and this could go a lot bigger than that. You know, there's a way that you could start a business where the idea is so good it just blows up because it just taps into the most effortless path of least resistance. So let's, this could blow up, but let's say you've got 10,000 people on it and you've got 2,000 people that make over half a million a year. And those 2,000 people, they all struggle to keep their phone off when they get done from work or they struggle with their mental health. Well, you could find the very best meditation teacher, the very best Eckhart Tolle programs as an affiliate, recommend it to those people. And let's say you have 2000 people you recommend like an Eckhart Tolle program and they're making half a million a year. So they'll spend 700 bucks on a mental wellness program, no problem. And if you get 50% commission on recommending a product, you're making $350 per sale out of 2000 people, you'll have 1% buy. That's 20 people that bought. That's around six grand in one month for one promotion. And then your two hours of work are writing messages and finding offers and selecting and segmenting your list and putting them into these buckets. So like, dang, this is really cool. Cause now you say like, you say, what's your mission? Well, my mission is to make sure that entrepreneurs take care of themselves in the areas they struggle the most. Yeah. So many things you can do with that. Like, what are you thinking about right now? So the first kind of idea that we had for it was if the entrepreneur says, because you can get mini chat to say yes or no, uh, and people can choose an option. If they say they haven't eaten yet at that point in time, we might be able to build something that automatically orders them something on Uber so that food arrives. <laughs> <laughs> this is the evil marketing laugh when you've got something so good. So anyway, I love that idea. If they click yes or no. So now you're set. What else do we need to talk about? Well, how you make money in the meantime. I mean, I want to get you something that, you know, this you start and you, you can invest a little advertising dollars into, you build this up. I mean, let's say you get a million people or something on this list. There's a million entrepreneurs, but let's say 10,000 is cool, but let's say you get a hundred thousand and out of a hundred thousand, they're all segmented into these five different things, like whatever it's mental health or this. And each of them just get one very tasteful offer. P.S. By the way, this is the best thing I found that helps with X, Y, Z link. Mm. That's it. So you've got, hey, did you eat today? P.S. Have you ever heard of this? This thing really helps. And if these each 10,000 people, they all get recommended something. So people that are making under 50 grand a year are going to probably need help with sales. So you find a top course that helps them sell more of what they got. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe you don't do anything that has anything to do related with sales. You're all self-care. So they make under 50 grand a year and they really struggle to turn their phone off at night or they really struggle with something. Then, then you recommend some book on Amazon that's like, you know, how to turn your phone off at night so to be with your family. But each person gets one offer a month. This will take care of you for the rest of your life. This kind of an idea will take care of you for the rest of your life. Wow. You know, I believe that. Why? Because there's a value exchange. 
because I'm genuinely helping solve a problem. But there could be a value exchange and you could genuinely be helping solve a problem with something else, but it might not take care of you for the rest of your life. Why would this take care of you for the rest of your life? It's those things and you're not really going to have to worry about competition because you're not in a product category that requires constant innovation. Right. So here's why it'll pay for you the rest of your life. The most valuable aspect of any business is the first in the spine of business, which was what? A customer uses like a value proposition to get a result, a, a mechanism or something. Yeah. Yep. This is hard for people to get. But the first thing is what? The customer. You don't have a business without a... Customer. Most people think you have a business when you have a... Mechanism. But you don't have a business until you have a... Customer. Okay. You don't have any mechanisms. You have the most valuable aspect of a business, the customer. So their dreams could change, their desires could change, the mechanisms they use change, but you're actually focused on the customer. That's why this will take care of you for the rest of your life. And that's why anybody would never have to worry about business again if they stop thinking that their income and wealth depends on their product. But it depends on a relationship with a customer. Your whole orientation shifts. It's devilishly hard to consider because you're like, nope, it's got to be this product. This product's gone. That person disappears. Really? This blows my mind because I'm still learning this. They'll cancel my service. They won't pay for like a course anymore that I'm putting out. And I'll be like, ah, oh, dang it. You know? And the next week, they'll buy an affiliate recommendation. That's like three times the price of my course. And my affiliate commission makes me more than I made selling in my own course. They cancel my product that was cheaper. A week later, they buy a different product that was more expensive and I make more money. Because, because you have the customer. I have the customer. That is the king. That is the queen. He who owns the customer list owns the internet. Facebook doesn't have any products, really. YouTube doesn't really have any product. Google has a Google Drive and things. But they are literally controlling the customer online. So they're the billionaires. They don't even have products. So then we sit here as new entrepreneurs like, oh, God, what's our mechanism? Well, you could say, you know, Facebook was the product. The social network was the product. Yeah, that's true. But what happens is they're the ones with all the customers. They are the king. They are the queen. The best business in the world, by the way, that does this is Disney. They are insane. They make you feel like you go into another world. They charge you $100 to come into a park to then buy $70 teddy bears, you know, and then they have like premium VIP lines and then like even more premium VIP lines and they rub your nose in it. You sit there in the slow line and watch people walk by you. You know, they're good. They're the best in the world and they're worth study and they have a huge customer base that keep buying everything. They don't go to one Disney movie. Have you seen just one Disney movie? No. Exactly. But yet in the business, we think that, you know, we, you know, we got one product. Not when you focus on adding value to a customer. There's a reason it starts with customer. It doesn't go mechanism, customer, result. It doesn't go result, customer. It starts at customer. So if you develop, if you developed a really good relationship with 10,000 people, and you deliver a ton of value, you should make at least a dollar per month per person on that list, which would be 120,000 US a year. One dollar per person on your list if you take really good care of them. That's the rule in email marketing. In messenger marketing, 
what's the value per, you know, like if you Google, what's the value for a messenger bot subscriber? Nothing clear on that that I could find. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of the making money stuff right now, we didn't get to that, but I guess you don't really feel that you need that. No, I'm like in preparation for coming to talk to you, I did a whole bunch of number crunching and analysis of my own and figured out the here and now. I'm feeling pretty good on that, but definitely the future. This was great. This was so super helpful. Well, this is good because I had a desire to help you figure out the now, but I wasn't listening and I didn't ask. So I brought my selfish agenda, like, oh, we got to get everything figured out versus like being like, what is it that you actually want? So I would be a much better model of, you know, saying, well, hold on, what is it you want? So since we have suffice that, I'm very grateful to see that the problem has already been solved for you. So good job today. Yeah, thank you so much. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show. And we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're going to need to take action to do it, but taking action is so difficult, you just can't seem to get yourself to do it. We have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game, and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show. Please subscribe and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.